1: Presented by Capital Collision Center. Montana State Law says it's your vehicle. It is your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center. Big show today in the Major Mortgage Man Cave. We're going to chat with Scott Evans about his retirement from Helena High, both as a teacher and football coach, and his future plans. We're also going to uh, talk with uh, Guy Almquist, the Capital Boys coach, and uh, get his thoughts on a very successful Bruin weekend. And uh, a whole lot more. Your auto contest performance of the week is coming up. And it looked like a just final score just now as Carroll College men uh, defeated Embry Riddle down in uh, Arizona, 86 to 48. Saints now 14 and one on the season after losing for the first time the other day. But uh, we are uh, we're back. A great weekend in Bozeman. You can watch on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. You can listen on Pod B Network One Sports. And uh, so many more places, jasonwalkershow.com. Go there, Spotify, Apple, all the podcasts, Google Play, Burble, Rumble, we're everywhere. Um, you can uh, call us, 406-209-1267, what you thought you enjoyed over the weekend, and uh, check in. Also, um, what else? Oh, you can uh, tweet us, at sports on the Twitter, and email jason at jasonwalkershow.com. Man, what a weekend, though. Bobcats get the win, 31-17 down in uh, Bozeman over South Dakota State. A dominating defensive performance, especially in the second half. And they held uh, South Dakota State to just over 140 or 130 some yards rushing, which uh, a lot of that, about half of that, came on one run for uh, Pierre Strong Jr. Uh, but after that, uh, the Bobcats stiffened up, and they did it without Chase Benson. They did it without Ty O'Kott on that defensive side. They also did it without the top two running backs in Isaiah Afonso and Lane Sumner. And uh, the Cats are headed off to Frisco, Texas, and to play North Dakota State in the national championship. And I don't know if the, if that area, Frisco, Plano, Dallas-Fort Worth, if there's enough uh, alcohol in the state of that area, really, for uh, North Dakota State and Montana State fans that are going to be traveling. I heard tickets have sold out. Twenty thousand plus tickets already gone. Um, it's crazy. We will be going down. The Jason Walker Show will be going down, and uh, if you would like to uh, hop on board as a little bit of a sponsor for that week, let me know. Get a hold of us. Um, that would be awesome because we're uh, we're heading down for the for the coverage, and any help uh, would be appreciated. So there is that. Uh, let's see. Um, great weekend though for the cats, man. Tommy Malott, holy! Wh- what else can you say about the kid, right? He just does it. Four more touchdowns. He had five last week in the win at Sam Houston State. He comes uh, comes back home to Bozeman and and <laughs> gets gets uh, uh, four more. It was just uh, unbelievable. And to, again, to do it without. Isaiah Fonte, you saw the, uh, maybe you didn't, but maybe you did, the the reaction from Tommy on the sidelines, the final seconds, uh, ESPN captured it, uh, him crying, how much it meant to the freshman from Butte. I mean, the kid from Montana led his team to the national championship game in just his third career start. And Lance McCutcheon with a a big catch. Uh, It was just a lot of fun being down there and watching that game for sure. Um Let's see, do I have. So, this is from my Twitter feed. Wait. Yeah, I don't know if you saw it, but uh, here's the catch from McCutcheon. Right in front of me. Right in front of me. It was so cool. What a great catch here. Watch it again. You can courtesy me on that. There it is. Unbelievable. Just a fantastic catch. And that came after an interception. And uh, there's Tommy Malott signing an autograph afterwards. Um, and just bloodied <laughs> and bruised and beaten up. But the kid, is a he's a gamer, man. And uh, it was a lot of fun having him down or watching him. Here is uh, one of the signs we saw down there. Um, Tommy again. And this was – I took this uh, – we were on the field. And so that's the East Bleachers. They were still pretty full, but that's the field. Michigan, remember when they beat Ohio State and everybody posted that? They ain't got nothing on Montana State, man. That was awesome. Um, yeah, so it was a good time. It was a good time down there. And congratulations to, uh, to Montana State for getting the win. And what's really cool, too, is <laughs> Jeff Choate was there. Um, and there was a great scene with him and Coach uh, Vegan holding uh, onto each other, shaking hands, and then a big, big hug, which was really, really cool. And uh, let's see, can we put that picture up? I think we can. Uh, This was from Brandon Sullivan, uh, so we're giving him the credit. So there's the shaking of the hands, and then there's the big hug from uh, the two architects of this team, really. Um, there's no question about that. Um, but, man, it was awesome to see Chope back and uh, a lot of great fun. Um, super, super great time. <laughs> just, I mean, just the the feeling down there. I mean, that, that stadium was rocking. Over 20,000 were there. And, you know, yeah, I know it's not 26,000, but still, you can't beat... What uh, what Montana State did, and super super cool, and just pleasure to be down there. It was it was a lot of fun, and to have my son with me too, Bob, which was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, here's some more scenes from uh, the field. Um, after the, first, it was the student section, and then pretty much everybody came down and celebrated. With that Bobcat team, um, and yeah, super super cool. It's just uh, the just the one. Let's see. The fumble that kind of sealed the deal. Coach Vegan, you know, hollering to get down, get down. A minute left. Daniel Hardy with the recovery. Coach Vegan. Little Alabama in the background. The place was rocking. It was loud the entire ball game. And uh, yeah, Brian Armstrong, Army coach, Army former Rocky dude, great coach. But uh, super fun time down in Bozeman, and we'll be uh, we'll be down there. Our coverage. So if you want to come down and join us, or not join us, but uh, help get us down there um and cover some of the expenses that'd be uh, appreciated but anyway uh fun weekend so the cats will have more coverage obviously um the week leading up obvi- as we head down so uh let's see what else did we want to hit on here in the uh, uh, the early going uh wrestling great weekend of wrestling uh, in high school holy cow uh the uh the uh CMR holiday classic Went to uh, Billings West on the boys' side. Senior second, Gray Falls High third. And then Belgrade, Glasgow, Capital. And we're not going to run through all of them, but uh, we'll run through your winners. 103, Zach Morse of West. 113, Keon Hernandez of West. 120, Mason Gutenberger of Belgrade. Teammate Carter Schmidt of Belgrade at 126. Uh, Idrin Peaks, Senior, 132. Carson DeRozier of Capital got the win at 138. No surprise there. Israel Moreno of Big Sky, 145. Bozeman's Avery Allen, 152. Drake Rhodes of West at 160. Paolo uh, Salmanen of Skyview, 170. Austin Vanek, Cutbank took the 182. Kyler Halleck of Glasgow, 205. And Talon Marsh of Capital, 285. And uh, congratulations. These are all, all by the way, Auto Contest Performance of the Week nominees. Uh, team scores for the girls, billing Senior 1, Skyview 2, Glacier 3, and then Belgrade Poplar to the top five. Uh, Angelina Carsega Poplar at 103. Kaylin Taylor, Great Falls, 113. Lily Grimsmer of Cascade at 120. I love, I love the fact that girls wrestling is an official sport. Uh, Hanya Halverson of Flathead, 126. Uh, Viha Kegel of uh, Skyview, 132. Marie, uh, Mariah Wall of Cutbank, 138. Precious Kaiser of Poplar, 145. 152. Kendall Tucker of Senior. Cabry Taylor of white Sulphur 170. Cassidy Savaria of Skyview, 205. And Nora Larson of Belgrade, 285. So uh, there's your winners at the uh, Holiday Classic. That's super cool of uh, boys and girls. Another auto contest performance of the week nominees: Scobie Boys Basketball breaking Sentinel's all-class record, winning a 57th consecutive game over the weekend. That's getting the job done. Uh, so, congratulations to uh, the Spartans and uh, Scobie Spartans. Right? Yeah. And uh, good luck this week. Break that record. All right. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. And uh, when we do, we'll uh, talk to uh, former Helena High football coach, Scott Evans. It's weird saying that. But he has earned, uh, he has earned his right to, uh, to retire. But, um, man, super cool. Opening segment of the Jason Walker Show, presented by Montana Custom Log Homes, the premier log home company in the industry. Three distinct divisions. so You can create the log home of your dreams and, most importantly, your budget. The milled log packages are logs of consistent diameter, Great versatility, beauty, and strength for your home. Also, the handcraft division. Each log is individually crafted together to create walls, trusses, and all the extra details. And if the taste runs to uh, timber frame construction and accents, Montana Custom Log Homes does everything from mortise and tenon joinery to steel joinery. And every combination between every house is customized to you and made to order. Go to the website, yourcustomlog.com, for more information. All right, quick break. We'll come back. And Scott Evans will talk about his retirement decision next. This is the Jason Walker Show, presented by Capital Collision Center. Montana State Law says it's your vehicle, it's your choice, where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center. Your text, tweets, calls if you'd like, and also Scott
3: Evans next.
1: Or you can visit him at 2001, 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122. Equal housing lender.
2: Strength, beauty, grit, superior craftsmanship. Our homes have it all. At Montana Custom Log Homes, if you can dream it, we can build it. With three divisions and over 50 years' experience, we've got you covered. From a showcase home to a small cabin, we make your vision a reality. Because every cowboy wants a castle for his queen. Montana Custom Log Homes, crafting homes that last for generations.
1: For monthly menus and more info, it's dinnersdoneright.com. Fall is officially here, and now is the perfect time to get your rig tuned up before the big hunt. That means a lift kit from Auto Concepts. An Auto Concepts lift kit will help take you places only the animals can go. And when you do get that big one, make sure you have help to get a home with a winch to pull it out. Or maybe you'll be a good friend and help pull someone out of the snowbank. Check out autoconceptshelena.com for more ideas. Auto Concepts, the auto enhancement professionals. Do you love to look at photos of Montana from animals to landscapes and more? Are you looking for a place to get your senior pictures or family portraits done? Are you a business owner looking to upgrade the decor in your offices? Well, look no further than Mark LaRoe Photography.
0: Welcome back to the Jason
1: Walker Show. Welcome back, Jason Walker Show. A Monday having fun in the Major Mortgage Man Cave. This segment brought to you by Rutgers Furniture. Make the quality choice for your home at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn. Helena, you can watch always on Facebook, uh, Twitter. You can also get a hold of us at Twitter, uh, at Jay Walker Sports, uh there. Also, uh, you can call in or text 406-209-1267. We'll have uh, coverage of the trip down to uh, Frisco, Texas coming up uh, in January. And uh, if you'd like to help sponsor that trip and uh, get some uh, name recognition here on the show, you can get a hold of us, same phone number, or uh, jason at jasonwalkershow.com. Still to come, we're going to talk to Guy Almquist about the Bruins' big weekend. Also, uh, auto contest performance of the week coming up on this day in history and much more. But it is time to uh, check in with uh, some football. And got the news last week. uh, Scott Evans was going to step down after four years as the head coach at Helena High and 29 years total with the Bengals. As also uh, retiring as a teacher when school lets out in June. And uh, he joins us now on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline to talk about that decision. Plus, who wins the national championship game in January? Scott Evans now on the Jason Walker Show. All right, Coach. uh, We were just talking, and I said, look, uh, you thought you were done with me in November. You knew you were going to retire. Here I am bugging you again. But uh, congratulations on retirement.
5: I appreciate that very much, Jason. Well, it's 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 definitely something I'm looking forward to, but at the same point in time, I, I'm going to miss what I did for a living.
1: Um, take out the football aspect of this. You've been a great teacher, and, and you're giving that up as well and retiring from, uh, from teaching. How, when did you make this decision, and, and what brought you here?
5: You know, I I, I, I never go about my life top-hazardly. I know some people kind of think I act that way at times, but that's just a juvenile delinquent in me that comes out of time. But, you know, overwhelming. I, I've kind of been working at it for about the last six, seven years of my life, and I've talked about it, where I want to be at and where we want to be at as a family. And so I kind of looked at where Marcus was going, and, you know, as soon as the boys started making a decision where they're at and where I wanted to and watched them, that kind of became more apparent. And I just, more than anything else, is I, I love what I do for a living, but there's a time and place where I really don't want a great paper that we after this year. So I'm kind of looking at it that way. I'm, I looked at the coaching aspect, and I was asked to stay as a head coach, too, but I didn't think that's fair to this program and fair to the kids here at Helena High School, so I wanted—I made sure I stepped down at both of them. So it's kind of a it's both of them at the same time. It's bittersweet but still sad at the same time.
1: You've had a, a great run both uh, in the classroom and on the football field, um, but uh, I didn't know you were old enough to be a grandpa. You're going to be a grandpa next month. Is that right?
5: In February, February, yeah. okay. February, my yeah, I'm going to be a grandpa, and that, that's pretty cool. And you we're know, just at the house just now, and the daughter-in-law's doing great. And expecting a little boy, so we'll have another little Evans running around eventually. <laughs> that's kind of cool to hear. But I'm I'm pretty excited about it. I mean, I, you know, it's a pretty cool feeling.
1: Yeah, I I don't want to know yet. Um, I'm hoping that, uh, that both my oldest daughter, she's the smart one. I don't have to worry about her, but Bob, I worry about. Um, you know, do I have a do I have a grandbaby in the Ukraine? I worry about that.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I, you you know I, I Bob? Yeah, I don't disagree with you on that one. You may have somebody on the, the slavic <sighs> descent over there somewhere. I don't know.
1: Well, she's a tall blonde, (laughs) at least. Um, (laughs) Scott Evans, our guest here, the former Helena High football coach. Uh, He'll uh, officially retire at the end of the school year um, from both. uh, But uh, everybody always asks these, you know, the questions, favorite memory, favorite player you coached. um, But what really stood out to you over the last, I guess, what, 30 years almost at Helena High?
5: You know, this is such a people business, It's the people, you know, it's the players, the the colleagues, my assistant coaches, the the coaches I've been with, it's a people business. And so you you never forget the people. That's, you know, somebody asked me a question about most memorable game and things like that. And I said, well, there's a lot of them, but you never forget the people and the people you meet. You go around the state and I've been blessed and fortunate to know a lot of people throughout the state because of what I do for a living and, That that still holds true. And and I get the honor, besides being called a dad and a husband, I get called coach. And that's a heck of an honor that, you know, has been bestowed upon me. So I think that's the most memorable thing I have.
1: And you've coached with some great guys over the years, too. Of course, uh, what, 25 years, I guess, under Tony Arnson. But, um, you know, you mentioned Coach Cloaker and, and, and some of the others that have been there for a long time with you guys. It's quite the run that Helena High had.
5: Oh, yeah. You know, I, I, I've had, uh, I actually got around was big time national title as my assistant for a while there, Mike Gandhi. So I I thought I'd hit the mecca right there. So, <laughs> you, you know, there's just, there's so many great coaches and guys that I've uh, had the privilege of being around here at High. you know, and that even goes back to my time. And I've been blessed and fortunate to be coached by some of the, the big names of coaching in the state of Montana, from Mick Delaney to Mick Dannegee to, you know, just the guys that I know and, Throughout, and then as a, as a coach here at Helena High, I've ran the gambit of Bill Sprinkle to mm-hmm. you know to Tony and all the guys that have come through. It's it, it's quite a list, and, I, and and I'm so excited that I can actually kind of run this with some of those guys and kind of talk about them and, and go on from there. Um,
1: there's not many of those Western guys still coaching now. I mean, you you were one of the last of the breed.
5: Yeah, you know, like Victor Mahelis, and then we got a couple other guys. And, you know, I, I've been very fortunate the coaching tree that I come from, the guys that I'm around, it, it, it's pretty solid still. We're around the nation, and it's just not kind of as me Montana as it used to be. But, you know, hopefully we can get up some members back up there and get the, the coaching crew going again.
1: You've got three boys over in Missoula all at the same time. Um, I didn't realize you had one playing in the orchestra, which is really cool. Um, yeah. And then uh, two playing football or going to be playing football. Um. Uh, obviously, we know where you're going to be every Saturday for, for the next few years.
5: Yeah, you know it's, it's it's kind of amazing. We had a pretty amazing weekend a couple of weeks ago. We went to the Eastern playoff game on Friday night, and then the next night we went to the Missoula Symphony and watched Fisher play. So uh, it, it's pretty blessed, a great blessing that you can go from. I mean, I wouldn't say I'm a renaissance man quite yet, but I'm pretty eclectic on what I get to do, do during a given weekend in Missoula. So it's it's a pretty great experience, you know. And, and they're all successful at what they're doing, and I mean, despite me. So it's perfect on that regard.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you've had a, you've had a pretty good run on the dad side of things too. So I, that's <laughs> that, that's pretty cool too. I mean, not many not many people can say that. So congrats on that part.
5: I appreciate that very much. Yeah, it's, it's it's humbling at times to see how great they're doing, and it just makes the crowd every day.
1: We're talking with Scott Evans, the former Helena High football coach. Um, biggest regret leaving Helena High? Uh, not people-related.
5: Ah, uh, you know, I I'd, I'd, I'd like to say it's a, you know not win a state title, but that's just too easy. I I think the biggest regret is that I, I never got a chance to be on a field that wasn't caked in mud and crappy as hell. I <laughs> 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 I was, I, that's my biggest regret. I, you know, I, it's facility-wise. I, you know, it goes back to kids and program for me. I, would love to be able to get the chance. I, we rebuilt the weight room here at the time I was here and we did it over the last couple of years and we did that. And I had to love to see the stadium get better for the kids. And so they had, a, a better product to walk into that's that's one of the things i'd love to see
1: eric peterson stepped down after winning uh with helena high girls a few years or a couple years ago um what are you what is the next coach going to inherit team-wise because ben dudek's done a pretty good job with those helena high girls uh despite not winning a state title since then
5: i think there's a quality there's quality kids here i mean that we got a great team. We lost, I think we lost five games total from freshman on up to varsity last year. Um, he's got a bunch of returning starters coming back. Um, I think he's got a good working class group of kids. You know, it's a hell and a high crew, I like to call it. You know, there's there's a couple good star names in there, but it's not all-star studded, just good, hard-working mm-hmm. guys. I, I think it just, it, he's got a good team, and if they can keep their – together and believe in the kids that everything will be just fine i i I think this is going to be a successful program that's been built for that so all i'm doing is trying to hide hide the keys over to the work truck so they can just take the work truck and go
1: there you go uh who who is going to step in who would you like to see is it somebody from inside the family or outside
5: (laughs) you know like I, I can't really call that one I, as there's a guys out there that allow you to do it absolutely and I think there's some quality guys in our staff who can handle this program very well and do a great job with it and take it to the next step and I, I think that's you know it's a parent around the time and I'm going to through my talk and on the side make sure I do as much as I possibly can to make sure it, I hope it stays in the family but once again I, I don't get paid the big bucks to make decisions <laughs> around here so and if they did, I guess things would probably change differently.
1: But who knows? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Scott Evans, our coach here, uh, or our, uh, our guest here, the former coach of uh, Helena High, Mike Miller, State Farm Hotline. All right, so you've uh, you've got a whole bunch of kids that you've coached heading over to play in Missoula now. How how big of a factor was that? Was it just your sons, or was it um, everybody else that's gone over there?
5: You know, it, it's funny because I just uh, you know we're. I, I dealt a lot with MSU football, you know, with Chase Benson and Holden and Alex Johnson over there. So it really wasn't actually – it was more kid kids my kids this time okay. because I still follow Chase quite a bit and want to make sure I go with him wherever he goes and take care of him best I can. But, you know, the, the Missoula thing is it, it, it cool. We, uh, it, not going to lie, my wife and I went over and we bought some land over in lane, So we are kind of looking over that area too and settling in and, get a nice view of the lake and some of my good friends are over there too as well and they settle in there so you yeah, know there's some different things that have going on in our lives and the Missoula thing kind of worked out that way. I, at one point in time, I didn't know where Marcus was going to go, so it was kind of like, uh-oh, uh oh, I could be switching between, so I, I might have to live in Duvet at one point in time. I don't know.
1: <laughs> I think, I think you'd stay okay in hell enough if that would have been the
5: case. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I would have got my wife to go do it with you. That's, yeah. that was kind of enough. Yeah. You know?
1: <laughs> okay, so when you get to Court Lane, I'm going to come over and we got to go golf, or at least just get oh, me on some golf courses out there.
5: <laughs> well, you know, I. I don't know if your game's blowing well up for some of those courses, but I'll, I'll lie for you. I'll get shot at. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's probably not. Um, but if I'm with you, I mean, you know, I'm just everybody
5: hangs out with Scott Evans. Well, it, it, it kind of is apparent, it seems that way. I mean, I, I got <laughs> show on a course over there, and he's not very good. I'm going to tell you that much right now. He tears <laughs> up courses like no other.
1: Well, <laughs> I can see that. Um, you, you bring up uh, Chase Benson. How cool at uh, Montana I know you're a Grizz guy, but Montana State's going to the national championship. Will you root for them or just root for players?
5: Oh, you know what? I, I'm a Montana guy. I, I guess I just got to talk just now with the guy about that. and I, I, I'm kind of a, you know, my boys will play for the Grizzlies, but I love seeing the Montana kids succeeding. So I want MSU to go all the way and win this sucker and do something great for Montana. I think that's a wonderful thing that they're doing down there. And I, I love seeing Tommy doing well, and, you know, Anderson and chase and all that, you know, there's so many Montana guys doing great things. So I, I want Montana kids to succeed. So I'm going to be rooting my ass off for Montana kids and Montana state to go win that sucker. Cause that's just cool.
1: It is very cool. Um, you can give me some inside, uh, inside info. Is Chase going to be healthy?
5: I, I, I'm hoping the big fella's ready to go. I, I we're we're praying for him and hoping that everything heals up. And we're going to talk a little bit tomorrow. See him tomorrow. So I'm, I'm hoping that he he's going to be all healed up. But like I said, I we'll just kind of play that by ear right now. But he's I mean I I, I hope so because I, I know how hard he's worked yeah. to get to the position where he's at. So I I just want him to have that next chance.
1: I saw him on the sideline and you could tell he wanted to be out there on Saturday. But he also got huge from the time I mean he was a big dude at Hell and High, but he got huge in Montana State.
5: Oh yeah. Yeah, he, he is <laughs> he's two humans. He's not just one, he's two.
1: <laughs> no, he is yeah, definitely he is. a big boy.
5: Yeah, no, I, I'm just so proud of what he's done and those guys got an upset. I I I guess one of my my biggest highlights I know with big chat and stuff like that is but we we can't come together as one. state just win for our state right now. That's what we need. We need to get a million of us yelling at the top of our lungs to get a win. of that because that only promotes Montana football and what it should be. And it t- shows people how great Montana kids are at the, at what they do. So that's that's what I want.
1: Scott Evans, our guest here. All right, uh, I got to ask you this: between North Dakota State and between Montana State, is there enough alcohol in Frisco, Texas, or Plano, or that area? For those two fan bases.
5: I don't think they knew what they were getting into down there, you know. They drink some like Shiner box and stuff like that down there. And those people are gonna they're, they're, they're walking out I understand the people walking in uh, there. got the guys from the Montana Blizzards and North Dakota Blizzards coming down there to the warm country. Hell they, they may run out. I mean they might shortchange that whole state. I, they thought things are big attaches. They haven't seen that crew come down there yet. I saw that the tickets are all sold out too. To heck.
1: Oh, did they already?
5: That's what I heard, oh, but I man. don't know. I'm going to have to check on that one. I'm looking at that one because we thought about heading down to it, but we're just like, I don't know if we can get a ticket.
1: A 20,500 seat. They should move it to Jerry's place.
5: That would be cool. I Old Jerry World, it's the, the star there. I can't remember how that that holds. I think it holds 30,000 or something like that.
1: Uh, Jerry's World? I think it holds more than that. It's um.
5: No, I'm talking about the star, the their practice facility holds. Oh, 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 oh,
1: oh, yeah! You could just play there, but uh, man, if you played at Texas Stadium,
5: oof. no, that would be cool.
1: I mean, you could, you I don't could know. easily. I bet you you could fill fifty thousand seats.
5: You might be able to do that one. And, and, and I've been a game there, and that's kind of a nice place to watch football again. I'll tell
1: you that too. Yeah, AT&T Stadium. Uh, there's no Cowboys game that day, so um, I'm saying just let's move the game.
5: I, I I can see that being a big move. I I, I think you should run that campaign.
1: I will start on it. I will start on it. <laughs> oh man! Hey, um, I, I'm I'm very happy for you and the family, and uh, some very nice words from uh, your wife on on Twitter the other day. Appreciate that. Um, I'll be rooting for the boys. I'll be hoping they uh, they do well, but lose every game because that's just you know being a bobcat. That's that's how it rolls, right?
5: I, I, I have never quite figured that one out. I, mean, I, I just like, <laughs> it, it, it's a weird one for me. I'm going to tell you that right now. I mean, I'm a West guy. I, you know, many times where I love when thrill was winning national titles. That one thing I'm going to wear, wear, wear purple, but I'm still like the fact that there's Montana kids doing something well. So I do, I do I'm like gonna, that. I, I'm just going to keep with that mantra, and I'm going to, I'm going to, I don't know if I'm riding the right horse or what, but I'm going to ride that horse and tell the guys, root for Montana kids <laughs>
0: to do well. Would you root for Tech
1: to win a national championship?
5: I did root for Tech at one point down because I used to go fishing with Bob Green up in uh-huh. Alaska, so I loved Bob okay. Green, and I, I got to know Coach real well, Morrell, when he was there, so I I root for those guys. And that was tough on me because I've got a lot of guys at Tech, though. But I won't wear green, but I'll I root for them.
1: Okay, so you only wear the red and black and then the maroon.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Um, you won't root for Rocky to win because... That's green, too. Um, all right. But what do you think, uh, Co- by the way, what's Coach Morell going to do out in Washington? That's a pretty cool hire.
5: That is a great hire. I'm so happy for him and his family. That's just a great deal for him.
1: Yeah. And what a great
5: deal. I mean, that's, you know, the tremendous effort they put over in South Dakota, then to Tech, and then go down with his buddy DeBoer down at Fresno State and then get to move to Washington. That's that's a pretty cool deal in the coaching ranks. You know, you take care of you, the ones that take care of you. And so yep. that's cool to see.
1: Well, hey, I uh, I appreciate the time you've given us over the years, and it's always been fun whether we were sitting in the office or, you know, swapping fun stories after the recordings were done, and and that's the best time is uh, talking to you guys as coaches about stuff that isn't football related um, is always a good time. So appreciate all, everything you've done for us over the last few years too, Coach.
5: I appreciate it very much, Jason. Thanks all the times, buddy. It's been great being around. Well.
1: Uh, Scott Evans joining us on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. All of our guests appear via the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. It's not just a bundle. It's your home, it's your auto, it's your life. Mike understands that. Get a hold of Mike at Mike Miller State Farm in Helena. Uh, good luck to Coach Evans and uh, and his family. That's pretty cool. Um, there you go. Speaking of coaching news, I'm hearing of some possible coaches, of Montana State, leaving. Um, well, it's not hearing. it's I think it's going to happen. Uh, for Colorado State after the national championship game. So uh, we'll keep an eye on that one. Uh, Bobby Daly could be one of them uh, that's headed to CSU. They got a new coach down there after uh, the previous coach had some issues. But uh, we'll keep an eye on that. Uh, So there you go. All right, we'll take a a quick break. We'll come back. We'll talk some hoops with Guy Almquist. The Bruins had a nice weekend, and uh, he will join us to talk about that. Also, your auto contest performance of the week. And on the state and history, the walk off and more still to come. Hang on, Jason Walker Show.
0: Listen to the Jason Walker Show anytime and anywhere. Download the Jason Walker Show on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you enjoy podcasts. You
1: can also get it at uh, Spotify. You can also get it on um, Verbal, Rumble, anywhere. JasonWalkerShow.com as well. Uh, final segment coming up on this day in history, our auto contest performance of the week and much more. I saw this uh, yesterday, too. Uh, it was a great day for the – a great weekend for the Bobcats, really. The men's basketball won on the last second shot yesterday over Portland. The women won on Saturday. And uh, Montana State's former standout, in fact, the all-time leading scorer, Big guy kind of history, Tyler Hall, signed a 10-day contract with the New York Knicks. So hopefully he can uh, impress enough over the next ten days to get uh, get a, uh, an extended contract. That'd be really cool. Uh, also saw this over uh, <laughs> over the weekend. Um, friend of mine in in Bozeman put this up. This was Saturday. He took this or did this, and he said plenty of good seats available at Washington Grizzly Stadium on Saturday. So while well, the while well, the cats were at home it's just funny come on people have fun all right uh speaking of having fun the capital boys basketball team had a lot of fun over the weekend picking up a couple of big road or home wins as they hosted senior in west and joining us now to talk about that and tomorrow's night matchup uh, tomorrow night's matchup uh, with the hawks of bozeman is the head coach of the bruins guy Omquist, joining us now on the mike miller state farm hotline Well, Coach, a, a successful Bruin weekend as you guys go uh, go and get a, a couple of big victories. How's, uh, how's the emotions today?
6: Yeah, uh, great weekend for our guys. Uh, two really, really good basketball teams in our gym this past weekend, and I uh, thought our kids were real resilient, uh, did a great job on the defensive end. A um, few breakdowns here or there, but in general, especially early in the season, did a good job, and and offensively, we're doing just just enough. We're not uh, far from a finished product, but uh, really happy with uh, the attention and detail of our kids, and, and we made some progress from uh, week one to week two.
1: Which is always a, a big thing, and when you get those home victories, it's obviously you want to, you know, take charge and, and get those done. These early season games are always fun to see where you rank against other uh, teams across the state. Um, but after three games, how are you feeling about the boys?
5: still good
6: i think our potential is there i think we uh you know we can make a good run this season we just uh, need to make sure that we dial in every practice every day every week and uh, throughout the year and, and and make sure we continue to get better uh, like i said i think we've got uh, a long way to go offensively i think we've uh, there's some improvements to do especially from a rebound perspective on defense and and, and we're still turning the ball over a lot but uh, again i, I think uh, as you look at all the teams throughout the state in this first few weeks. It's, it's kind of a wild and crazy couple weeks before Christmas and all in all, uh it's hard to complain where we're at. Kids are working hard and, and uh it's been fun so far.
1: Defensively, you uh you you played a lot of zone and is that I mean, are you a zone coach? Are you Jim Beheim?
5: <laughs> no, no.
6: In fact, uh you know probably until six, seven years ago I've never played zone, but it's just uh you know, we're doing some well, I think there are some unique things with our zone defense and allowing us to pressure the ball a little bit and match up on the perimeter, frankly. We're not, you know, I think in the past, zone teams were to, to stop the ball from getting at the rim and, and whatnot. And and we we really do it so we can match up on the perimeter. And it's just,
5: uh, you know, we're mixing it up. We we've we play multiple
6: defenses each game, and then ultimately we sort of choose to go with one that that's working the best, at least so far this year um you know although I guess against Galton we finished the last quarter there a quarter and a half playing man to man that's what was working best this week in heavy zone. Um, you know that's that's kind of how we'll move forward is whatever's working the best, that's what we want to run. we want we're looking to win. I don't care how it's done.
1: <laughs> Talking with guy Olmquist, the capital boys basketball coach, we know about Braden cook, but Jacob Curry stepped up and uh, hit some big shots from the outside which really helped open things up for you guys.
6: Yeah, Jacob's playing great. He's, he's really continued what started last year's state tournament. He played great in the state tournament, really got some confidence, had a big summer, um, and is coming in this year ready to go. And, and uh, you know, as I've stated a couple times, you know, Braden's going to get a lot of attention. We know that, but we've got other good players. And, and uh, Jacob so far has been taking advantage of those opportunities, and, and uh, I think he'll do that, that all year. So uh, he puts a lot of work in, and, and he's ready to go at game time. So uh, really happy for him so far in his performance.
1: You got a lot of points off turnovers this week, and that's going to be big, and that's key in any any uh, basketball game. It doesn't matter the level. Um, how do you keep that up?
6: Yeah, well, that's, it is key. You know, whether you're man zone, pressure or not pressure, you know, three-quarter court, half-court, quarter court, half court, quarter court you're, you're trying to put pressure on the ball, and, and it's, it's very difficult to score in double-A. Uh, if you're walking the ball down and you're you're trying to to go against that defense, so any opportunities we can get to get a tip on a ball, deflection on a ball, getting those two on one, three on two uh, scenarios is good for us. And so, um, you know, usually throughout the game, we're we're looking to do that no matter what defense defense we're in. Is pressure that ball and try and get passes, get deflections, and let our defense run your offense. So. Uh, I think that's crucial to what we do.
1: Guy Onquist, our guest here, Mike Miller, State Farm Hotline. Focus your attention now. You head on the road Tuesday night as you go down to Bozeman take on the Hawks. They're always going to be good. Um, What do you expect in that gymnasium?
6: Yeah, Bozeman, that's going to be a stiff test. Uh, Bozeman is loaded. They've got, uh, from an offensive standpoint, they've got six or seven guys who can shoot the three. uh, Literally, one through five positions spread the floor on you. you. Can beat you off the dribble. You know, they scored 84 points against Croatia at 16 threes. We haven't even shot 16 threes in the game this year, and they made 16. Um, so they're they're going to put a lot of pressure on us. It, it'll you know we're we're not going to hold them to 50 points. Uh, we know that we're going to have to score the ball a little bit. Um, we're going to have to match up with their guys, and, and uh, we'll have to be multiple in defense for sure. But uh, there's no question that's going to be a huge test for our team, and I'm excited for us to go on the road and. And get that game on film and see what happens. And I'm sure once when we leave that gym, we'll know a lot of things we've got to get better at. And that's what the non-conference season is about.
1: How come you got to go to Bozeman twice?
6: Yeah, I guess it's just our lucky year. <laughs> so, uh, four uh, non-conference games at home and two in a road, and Billings are at home and the Bozeman games on the road.
1: Well, it's better. It's it's better to go to Bozeman than it is to Billings, right?
6: Yeah, I you know I thought that worked out pretty good if I'm honest. So uh, again, yeah, it'll be uh, as you know, Bozeman's got a lot of tradition in basketball, yep. and this team is uh, you know I think most most folks uh, pick to win it, and so uh, we know a lot of their guys, and, and uh, it, it'll be a fun a fun game for us to play.
1: When you play Bozeman over the years, you look back at some of those games. Which ones stand out?
6: Oh boy, not all my memories are positive, I can tell you that. Well, not uh, when you
1: were a player, when you were a coach.
6: <laughs> well, that too. Yeah. They just had so many good basketball teams. And I think the biggest thing that stands out and is true with this team is they've always had great depth. You're never just trying to stop one or two guys. I mean, they've always had eight, nine guys that can play the game and be effective. And they just, over the course of the game, they, they just wear you out. And so. And, of course, they've had great coaches along the way, and, and uh, you know, that's translated into a lot of success. So um, I'm, I'm happy. I'm always happy when they're on our non-conference schedule because, like, like I said, it's a great test, and, and we get better because of it.
1: Yeah, are there any more Hughes brothers coming up?
6: I think this is the last one. I okay. think I think Brad, we can finally call him a quitter. I think this is the last <laughs> one. So. And it might be the most talented one. Really? He is, uh, he, he's a, he's an extremely talented young man. He's, he's probably not done growing. I think his potential is pretty high and his best possible to heaven. but he's a handful he's now. So, oh, um, yeah, we'll let us know where he's at.
1: You've been stuck with those guys for a long time.
6: <laughs> yeah, well, you, if you coach long enough, you start having some of those runs. It's like, uh, you know, this year, I don't have to guard a Torgerson in Great Falls either. So. Well, that's good. <laughs> our uh, our, our program happy about that. So, um, yeah, there's there's some of those names and brothers and they're, they're competitive, I'm sure within their family and and uh, yeah, he's the he's the last of uh, a lot of good Houston players.
1: Um, at least you're not coaching against kids you played against. You know what I'm saying? Like you you're not coaching their kids yet.
6: Not yet. I think I'm probably getting close though. It's, <laughs> there's a few that are out there, so uh, it's. Uh, it's interesting. Um, yeah, like I said, the longer you're there, you start to have some of those dynamics. And, and uh, you know, I've coached against some of the guys i played with in college or high school against their kids. Right. So uh, it, it's getting interesting. But it, that, it's fun. That's, that's part of why you're, you're in coaching is to be around kids, to keep you young, uh, and, you know, just be involved in a great game of basketball. Uh,
1: you are a diehard Grizz fan. Who who wins the national championship, or who who do you root for in that game?
6: Oh, I don't root for either team. I, I root for people, though. Okay. Um, there's no doubt. You know, there's a lot of a lot of kids on that Montana State Well, I don't know about a lot, but definitely some kids on a Montana State team that I either know or have coached against or a coached or whatnot. And uh, you, you've you got to be happy um, for a lot of those kids. I just know how, you know, how much work goes into that. You know, whether you root for the Grizz or the Cats, it's, uh, I always find it disrespectful when you don't appreciate the work that the kids are putting in. And I think that the fans are frankly probably the worst part of it, of mm-hmm. that. Um, I, I think that the kids on both sides, coaches on both sides, I mean, they just grind and grind and grind. So I have a great deal of appreciation for that. And, and what the Bobcats are doing, is are doing right now is, is really simply incredible. And they've got a lot of momentum and they've got a, fantastic uh, leader, it seems like, in Coach Vegan, and a fantastic leader quarterback and in <laughs> uh, Touchdown Tommy. And and uh, I think North Dakota State had better be ready for what's about to hit them here in a couple of weeks.
1: See, I like the way you phrase that because it's always good. You can root for kids. Like I root for kids that are in Missoula playing for the Grizz. Um, whether you know them or not, they're, they're good kids. Um, but there's no way that you're going to – you don't want the Cats to win national championship, right, being a Grizz guy?
5: Gosh, I,
6: from the kid's standpoint, you know, when you're a, a fan of the Grizz, what, what becomes a challenge there is if you're when your friends who are Bobcat fans, you know, it's always the fans. I think, I, I really the kids, I, I'd be happy for them for okay. sure, uh, and the coaches. Uh, I know some coaches there, no kids, and again, I'd be happy for them. What's hard is when you're a fan, you know. And remember, fan is short for fanatic. Right. right? <laughs> so I think that's where the angst comes from. I don't. I wouldn't have any problem with the Cats winning it for those kids okay. and coaches. Not at all.
1: Okay. Uh, so I guess I'll ask you on January 3rd what your prediction will be then. We'll wait a couple of weeks.
6: Yeah, it's interesting. I I, uh, I hadn't realized until today that there was actually a, a break in the action there, and there's a couple of weeks. Um, yeah. If I was the cast, I'd be wanting to play that thing tonight oh, uh, with the momentum they got. So Yep. Do you, uh, but. It'll, it'll, I'm sure get some guys back healthy, hopefully, and, yeah. and uh, you want both teams to be full strength and they play in a game of that magnitude.
1: Absolutely, uh, especially get Chase Benson back would be a. I know you've uh, you know him pretty well from Helena High days, but um, will yeah, there I be mean, any? Hey, how could
6: you not root for a kid like that, right? Exa- no, exactly, right? And, yeah. and,
1: you root for the kids,
6: so yeah, those are those are the things that uh, I think perspective is always good.
1: Okay, final question. Will there, between North Dakota State and Montana State, will there be any alcohol left come January 9th when everybody leaves Frisco?
5: Boy, that that, that is a good question. <laughs> it's, uh,
6: it, it should be BYOB because I'm not sure they're going to have enough down there. I think, uh, you know, I don't know if they have enough White cloth. That's for sure. Oh. That's what I'm really concerned about.
1: Oh, so, gross. You know. You're not a White cloth guy, <laughs> but, are you? Uh,
6: Oh no! No okay, no, good. no no no! Good, good, good. No, I okay. uh, I stick uh, strictly to uh, whiskey. So um,
1: oh, nice. I knew I liked you. No,
6: but it's just, that'll that'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I I remember the last time I actually went to a championship game, 2001, when the Grizzlies played Furman, and and for those that were there, that was that was quite a party for sure. So <laughs> I'd expect that, that um, you know both uh, sets of fans who were. Obviously, have a lot of pride and a lot of support for both schools. Should have a heck of a time
1: down there. Yeah, it is going to be a party for sure. Guy Almquist joining us. Hey, uh, thanks for the time as always. Good luck tomorrow, and uh, have a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And we'll talk to you uh, in the New Year. How's that? All right.
6: Appreciate that, Jason. Merry
1: Christmas. That is uh, Guy Almquist joining us on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline and uh, the Bruins at Bozeman tomorrow night. Uh, that'll be uh, that'll be a good game. Uh, let's see here. What else did I see before we uh, – did you guys see the any of the press conference from Saturday when uh, and, uh, Troy Anderson was talking uh, with uh, Tommy Malott on the podium and, and said, hey, you won a couple state titles, right? And Tommy's like, nope, lost that one. <laughs> it was pretty funny. If you get a chance to go back uh, and, and check it out on the Bobcats YouTube page, it was pretty good. Um. All right. On this, uh, oh, auto contest performance of the week. I mean, we had some great nominees. Um, you go all the way back to Tuesday. Damon Grovant, Lodgegrass had 44. Huntley's Paige Laughing at 31. Quinn Gillespie of Bridger 39, or at 30. Uh, and then Paige Laughing of Huntley had 38 on Thursday. Uh, Diamond Root of East Helena had 29 uh, on Thursday. A uh, bunch of pretty good ones. Let's see. Scobie's 57-game win streak. Friday, Logan Nicholson, Deer Lodge, 43. Tavius Randall of Belgrade had 29 on Tuesday and 35 on Friday. Uh, Bray Ennebo of Conrad, 33, along with Brady Bantz of Winnock Range, 33, Blake Harmon. Chester Joplin Inverness popped in 30. Saturday, R.J. Ramon of Harlem, 52 points. I think he had eight threes. Journey Emerson of Lame Deer, 42. Taya Trottier of Harlem, 38. As Harlem kids know how to score. Remember, it was a couple years ago, Brad Seahos of Harlem popped in, 68. Set a state record. We had him on the show. White Solvers, Shaw Davis, 36. Uh, Laney uh, Satoriva, uh, Northstar, 35. Dougie Peoples, 32. Butte Central couple of 30 pointers, St. LeBray's Naden Whiteclay and Big Sandy's Braden Klein. And then Damon Grovan had a 29 backed up with the 50, uh, 44 from Tuesday. Braden Cook in there, 27. Taylor, uh, Tyler Harrington, 27 for Jefferson. So there were some really good ones. Uh, and then wrestling, of course, uh, everybody that won uh, up in CMR. But I think we got to go our auto contest performance of the week, that Montana State defense. It was so good, especially in the second half against a really, really good South Dakota State team. I mean, this is a really good team. And should have been uh, one of the seeded top eight teams, honestly. Uh, but Montana State's defense shut out the Jackrabbits in the second half. Tommy Malott, four more t- He has 11 touchdowns in three games as a starter at Montana State. He had two in the first game in the playoffs. He had five down at Sam Houston and four Two rushing, two passing this last weekend. So good. And Montana State is your Auto Concepts performance of the week. On this day in history, brought to you by Mountain Nutrition, 3222 Centennial Drive. And uh, they have unbelievable teas and shakes. The chocolate peanut butter Oreo is my favorite shake right now, and uh, it's really good. Along with uh, a teas, the teas are boosted with... Um, a metabolism booster, and they're just so good. 21 vitamins and minerals, teas and shakes, 32, 22 Centennial Drive, Mountain Nutrition. Uh, it was great, by the way, to see um, Sue and uh, everybody and uh, my a bunch of old friends down in Bozeman. It was a fun time on Saturday. So hopefully it'll be a good time down in uh, Frisco, and we'll see you there uh, if you're going. Well, let's see. Today is December 20th. It is National Sangria Day. It is Go Caroling Day. It is also National Mud Day. On this date in 1833, Samuel Mudd was born. He was an American physician who was later imprisoned for conspiring with John Wilkes Booth. And uh, he uh, basically helped hide out Booth after he shot Lincoln. 1921, the American League votes to return to a best of seven World Series. The nationally wants a best of nine. Judge. Kennesaw Mount Landis casts the deciding vote for the best of seven. 1938 Boston Bruins rookie goalie Frank Brimsek records his third straight shutout in a 3 0 win over the New York Americans, making a sixth shutout in his first eight NHL games. It's like Frankie Brimsek of the Bruins is kind of like, uh, for hockey, is kind to what Tommy Malat is to Montana State right now. That's impressive. <laughs> 1981, Winnipeg left winger Doug uh, Smale set the NHL record. He scored just four seconds into a win, into a game. Fastest goal uh, off the opening faceoff to the back of net in history. It was later tied by Brian Trottier and Alex McGilney. Also in 1981, Cleveland Browns set a record, team record. For most fumbles, they had nine, and most total turnovers in a game with ten. Yeah. Uh, 1985, Howard Cosell retired from television sports after 20 years with ABC. Branch Rickey, born on this date in 1881. The uh, great uh, general manager, sports executive, got Jackie Robinson into the league. 1942, Bob Hayes was born, fantastic cowboy. He also won two-time, uh, he was a two-time Olympic gold medalist, the 100 and the 4x1 relay in 1964. Uh, also Pro Football Hall of Famer, three-time Pro Bowler with the Cowboys. Uh, he passed away in 2002. Timmy Houck, born on this date in 1966 in Butte, the uh, NFL safety and coach. 1982, David Wright was born, Captain America. New York Mets player, born in Norfolk, Virginia. Uh, let's see, what else happened on this date? 1803, the French flag was lowered in New Orleans to mark the formal transfer of the Louisiana Purchase from France to the USA. For $27 million. Uh, on this day in 1820, Missouri imposed a $1 bachelor tax on unmarried men between the ages of 21 and 50. It's a Wonderful Life premiered in New York on this date in 1946. Directed by Frank Capra, James Stewart, Don Reed. Elvis got his draft notice to join the U.S. Army in 1957. And on this date in 2019, the Little Shell tribe of Chippewa Indians of Montana was granted U.S. federal recognition, providing the right to certain legal and government benefits. I believe it's the eighth uh, tribe to be recognized in the state of Montana. So congratulations. That's
0: very, very cool. Uh, let's do this. We're almost at the end of the show. What did we learn? And what did he miss? Time for the walk-off.
1: The walk-off presented by Cafe Zydeco, where the big easy meets the big sky. At some point in the next uh, week or two, uh, with all my kids, both of my oldest, coming, going to have to get some Cafe Zydeco. I'm thinking some uh, a Po' Boy. I might go get one for lunch tomorrow. Just go get one for lunch tomorrow. Cafe Zydeco, where the Big Easy meets the Big Sky. Uh, man, great uh, great weekend, and we've got a great week lined up. But uh, appreciate Guy Olmquist and uh, Scott Evans joining us today. We'll talk to Helena Hyde Girls Coach Ben Dudek coming up this week. Alex Eshelman, that's what she said, will join us. Also going to uh, check in with uh, Buzz Patterson. He used to carry the the nuclear football, all the codes. ...for uh, the Secret Service. He had the briefcase, the football is what it's called. We'll talk to him this week, and also going to talk to a a guy who's been to a bunch of different football stadiums this year. And uh, he will join us this week as well. We're only here through Wednesday, so it's a busy, busy week as we get ready for Christmas, the holidays, and then heading off to Texas. And again, if you'd like to help support our trip down and become a sponsor for that week... Uh, get a hold of us, at Jay Walker Sports on the Twitter. You can uh, email us, Jason at JasonWalkerShow.com. And also, uh, get a hold of me, 209-1267. Hey, have a great Monday. It's exciting. This is going to be a fun couple of weeks because of the holidays, Christmas, New Year's, family, friends. Oh, yeah, and the Bobcats are headed to the national championship game to take on North Dakota State. Coverage continues this week and more. Hey, uh, go to JasonWalkerShow.com if you missed anything. Have a great Monday night, and we'll see you back here tomorrow.